9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Ah. Uh. From Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss us, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty gag, huh, 12 letters My take for yours, wonder who's Sales better, young college kid, but I never got a letter. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Bless up, then boss up. But if you walked up, I got something that'll off ya. Yeah, all I ever hear is bag legend. When you gonna stop doing this? When you gonna start doing that? When you gonna come see me? When you gonna come see her? Look, y'all need to understand something. Everything I do is real. Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. We're on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick, cut two C's while she paying twice. Put them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S entertains And anything that I really want, I will obtain You a baker boy, so we cooking up some flame Dang, I'm worth more than a milli, so I rock My words will take you to another world, lots of chalk Cause Rudy's got the chalk With a dip, do I walk? Must be cause I got it in my sock Nah, I'm playing <laughs> You, what's going on everybody? It's your boy, Earth Mac, the mad scientist Oh, your boy, Thanos Rick. Top Gun, yes, when the twin powers activate. Oh, Good morning. Like, like, really? That's how we gonna start, man? We gonna start with that? With when the twin powers, man? PCs, good morning. <laughs> What's going on, Geek Cornerback? Did you dream about Wonder Twins yesterday? Did you watch the book, man, yesterday? E, you're a hater. But moving on, E, how are you, you doing? Today? How are you doing, E? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I mean, people call me a Sith Lord, man, but okay. I mean, I, I guess I let the darkness flow through me. More like a hater let it Lord. Flow through me. You're a hater Lord, but it's all right. <laughs> I, I was called a Sith Lord, man. I, I was called a Sith Lord. God. I know you dreamed about Super Friends last night. I know you did. Or at least watched it. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still watching uh, Star Wars Visions. almost finished with it. Now, you know, there's... Um, there's some episodes that I really, really like, and there's some episodes I didn't like so much. But <laughs> and AE, real quick. What's that? Rachel Lowe says, Hey. Rachel, oh, what is going on? Shit. Rachel, wow, where, man. Rachel, where the hell you been? Where have you been, Rachel, man? One of our loyal listeners out here. And um, she was a special guest on the show at some point. Like in the past uh, month or so, but yeah, she's back in the building. She's back in the building. Rachel O is back in the building in in the live chat here. Man, that's wild. That's wild. Man, Rachel, good stuff. Rachel, have you been watching Star Wars Visions? 
Have um, you finished Star Wars Visions, Thanos Rick? No. Okay, so I'm I'm halfway through it. I think I got like two more episodes. Like, I mean, there was an episode or two I did, I couldn't quite get next to. You know, but uh, okay. but there was others that I like. Oh man, I like this. I like this. Okay. And you know, uh, for the people that haven't seen Star Wars Visions, for the geek corner out there, non geek corner members out there, um, it has no connection to the Skywalker saga or mm. anything else. Uh, basically, the anime studios got free reign over what they could do with the Star Wars lore. And I must say, I am impressed for the most part. I mean, there's some stuff I didn't like, but I, I think um, as far as on a on a shonen standpoint, that's you know, those things kind of stood out as far as what episodes, but I ain't going to go into full detail, obviously, because that's going to be an article in October's magazine. So there's that. So I didn't want to put that out there. You know what I mean? But it's coming. It's, it's coming. The magazine is coming, man. You know, there's some things uh, need to be kinked out, need to be worked out or whatever the case may be. But hey, uh, the October edition of Orange Phoenix magazine is on the way. Now, tonight is movie night. Of course, we're going to watch uh, Back to the Future Part 3. And also, we're going to spin the wheel once again for the next two movies for October. And uh, hopefully, you know, we get some gems, man. You know, man, for search engine, you know. You know Street Fighter, Super Mario Brothers, you know. Double Dragon. I, you know, I just got my hopes up. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I can't dictate the wheel. I cannot dictate the wheel. So, sure. uh, after the... <laughs> I can't. We talking about sure, man. They're, they're, okay, listen. There are people listening to the show right now that have attended movie night and then have attended spinning the wheel. I have no control over that wheel. It is randomly selected. All right. They see this. It's All not right. like I'm spinning it and like, hey, this movie's for tonight. Hey, nah. I'm not. I'm not accusing you of nothing. Nah, nah. But I hear it in your voice. Dude, I hear it in your voice. The body language is there. All right. Yeah. The body language is there, man. But, but yeah, man. Um, so I checked out Star Wars Visions, and um, you know, I, last night I picked up Street Fighter Five again. You know, start playing that a little bit more because the last DLC season drops. Um, you got Oro Rose, uh, Dan. Uh, you got Akira from Rival Schools. Um, she's actually unlocked. Um, you know, she's a little she's a little strange to play as. And then there's a new character. Uh, his name escapes me right now, but that was saying that he is the key to the future of Street Fighter. So chances are he will be in Street Fighter 6 whenever that drops. Because if you really think about it, I think Street Fighter 5 been around since 2016, I think. Hold on. Uh, say it again. Who's the key to Street Fighter? No, uh, this is a new character. His name escapes me right now because I don't have his name pulled up right now. But um, he's a new character. He's like an MMA fighter. He's never been in Street Fighter ever. Um, he has not yet been a lot. He has not yet been released. So, uh, but I did see his gameplay. His gameplay is is, is on, <clears throat> it is on uh, YouTube and IGN and all the other places. But he is the key to the future of Street Fighter, and he may be. Chances are high probability that he will be in Street Fighter Six. But what does that mean? The key to the future of Street Fighter. I don't know what that means. Oh well, I mean, he's just a, a a new character to carry forward the lore of Street Fighter. So he will be. I want. I don't know if he's going to be a main character, but he's one of the new characters that will be in Street Fighter Six. That my assumption is, not the key. Like he's the, you know, the, the big bad or the the best 
good guy. I think he's just like a, a sneak peek into Street Fighter Six. That's basically what it is. I think what it what it's telling you is just giving you a Street Fighter Six character, but putting it in Street Fighter Five, just letting you know Street Fighter Six is coming and they're working on it. I just hate when people say that. But with this, this person's the key to. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, is it I mean, key but, to but, what? but because it, this- it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's stirring your curiosity because now you want to play this character, and I am going to play this character, and his play style or whatever is very, very unique. So the damage, I'm, I wouldn't say the damage, but what needs to be done is being done because it's stirring your curiosity because you're going to look at him and you're going to watch it, whether it's on YouTube, it's on I- IGN. And chances are you're probably going to play as him. So, you know, you might not yeah. like it, but you do it anyway. Isn't this what they said about that dude in Mortal Kombat? Wasn't it Cole, Ooh. the new guy? Was that's he, a movie, though. Not the he, game. Wasn't he the key to the Mortal Kombat, the movies, since they, you know, rebooting it? Uh, I don't think they're rebooting the games because the games is pretty much done. Um, I think, I mean, with this, the way the story ended, they might, like, start it over or whatever the case may be. But as far as the movies goes... Um, he didn't really fight Shang Tsung, so him being the key, not really being the key. And remember what Raiden said in the first Mortal, like in that Mortal Kombat movie, he like, you know, that's not your destiny. You know, his destiny is to fight Shang Tsung at that point. So, I mean, Cole's destiny could just be to kill Goro, and that's it. You know what? He, he might I, die in the later. He may die in the next movie, and that you know, you know he, it's a wrap after that. You know, I don't care. The movie sucks. I don't care. I don't care. Either. Well, you you think everything sucks. I I, I'm just, I, I, you think I everything care. sucks. I don't care. I thought about it. I'm like, ah, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. Because, you know, you've you, you seen the Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, I think it's Battle of the Realms, I think, the sequel to Scorpion's Revenge. Now, have you seen that movie? Yes, the animation is great. It's great. I saw right. it. Right, right. So, Rachel, Lowe, Scott, have... Rachel, I do, I do not hate everything. Okay. Yes, you do. I'm yes, not, you do. I, I, am right. not, I am not Detroit. I'm not her. I am me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, you do. You hate everything. I don't hate everything. Think, think about it now. This this carries the same premise. Who killed Goro? Scorpion did. Hold on, BC. See, beats. Nah, see, uh-uh. This this, this is not going to be attack Thanos Rick Day. It's not. <laughs> it's, I'm a I'm gonna calm this down right now. Rachel O. B. Seats. No, stop it. Stop. Listen. <laughs> One of our listeners last night asked, and like, hey, where, where Thanos Rick is from? I'm like, you know, he's from GA. He's like, hmm, he might be my arch nemesis. Not because you're from GA, but just, I guess, your dialogue in the show. He's like, yeah, he might be my, he might be my arch enemy. <laughs> you're getting enemies, Thanos Rick. You're getting cool. enemies. And I will snap my fingers and all oh, you will disappear. Nah, all this. Nah, well, <laughs> not all of us, only half. All he is. Now I'm just like only half. But okay, so think about now in the show, in the Mortal Kombat movie, Scorpion Revenge, he kills Goro. Shang Tsung didn't kill Goro. Scorpion did. Mm-hmm. Now in the movie, Cole kills Goro. But he had but Scorpion had no big, big, big role. I mean, he he fought alongside Sub Zero, obviously. But he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't really like the focal focal point. Liu Kang was. Liu Kang wasn't in the first one. But Liu Kang wasn't a focal point in this first Mortal Kombat movie either. It, honestly, I think it's just following the same premise. Cole is just going to be in the background when the next movie comes out, and Liu Kang is going to be at the front. That's, I mean, that's all it is. I mean, Mortal Kombat has such a rich storyline that you can do damn near anything with it. And yet they fucked it up anyway. 
It's amazing. It's amazing. But what I mean, though, like you could do anything with it. Like you can put whatever story you want because the story has been revamped over and over again to the point where you know Kun Lao is going to die eventually, but Kun Lao didn't really die. You know, Kun Lao died by the hands of who? Uh, Goro. But uh, Kun Lao didn't die like that in Mortal Kombat uh, animated movie. But you were satisfied with him getting ripped apart by Shao Kahn. You catch me? That's what I mean, a little different. Listen, listen, the animations are better. We know that, E. When it comes to DC and Mortal Kombat, it's proven fact that the animations are better. So to Rachel O and B-Seats and you, Mad Scientist, I don't hate the animations. I love the animations. So, so I you do cool with the story that. if it's animated. That's what you, that what you no, tell me. The, an, the animations have better stories, it seems. It they, seems. Okay. They, they tell the stories better in the animations compared to the live action. But both now, now there's no disagreement there. Like the movie could have been better. Now they say it absolutely is trash. I can't say that because what we wanted in the first Mortal Kombat movie was a R-rated Mortal Kombat. We did not get any drop of blood at all. We got digitized shit. That's what we got. But the movie was great. Erskine, I've known you for a long time, long time, and I like to think that yes. I that I think that I know you very well. I I, uh-huh. I believe I do. Erskine. Yes. You know that movie sucked ass. A lot of that movie ass. Didn't that movie didn't suck to me. It sucked a lot of ass. I, I know, both, I know it could be better. Full of ass. It sucked. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, if you know me the way you say you do, you know I really do dissect movies. And I I don't I don't give it like a blanket statement most times. I go into detail as far as why this movie is this and why this movie is that. Like the movie is decent. The new movie is decent. It's not terrible. But it's not great neither. It's, it's, it's walking that gray area to me. But what that Mortal Kombat gave me is what I wanted in the 95 Mortal Kombat. It gave me blood and gore, which we know Mortal Kombat to be. You can say, you can agree with me on this. When the 95 movie came out, the music made it good. The fight scenes made it good. But where is the finishings? There was no finishes. Except for Shang Tsung sucking souls out. And that was no blood. It was PG thirteen. So my the thought process, even as a kid, was where is the goddamn blood? So the blood and guts was the only was the only good thing that made that movie decent was the blood and guts. Nothing else. Is, is now, that what I, I want to say that I, I've now I did no 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 I did now here's the thing I didn't like now I didn't like Cole being there because he was a brand new character, but at the same time I looked at it with you know with an objective mind set. Because when it comes to Mortal Kombat games, you do pull other characters into the game, like as far as DLCs is concerned. Because Mortal Kombat, even in the beginning of time, is known to be outrageous at times when it comes to certain characters or hidden characters or whatever the case may be. It's not just storyline. We also like it for its outrageous nature. The toasties, you know, and all this other stuff, the people coming on screen, Air Boom coming on the screen and everything else. Like we known it to be that, so you know, Mortal Kombat is known to side on a little bit on the side of ridiculousness, a little bit. Well, so that, that's that, why I'm like, okay, well, Cole, I like, I, I can pass Cole because really the focal point is Scorpion, and I, I can look past that. Well, honestly. that 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 first Mortal Kombat was violent. I mean, don't forget Johnny Cage did chop off half of Scorpion's head. Liu Kang did throw a it was a skull and there was no blood coming out through, through Sub Zero. Shang Tsung did fall on that giant ass blade or whatever the fuck it was. You know what I'm saying? You saw that. 
I mean, was it blood splatter? Was there guts coming out? No, he froze. When when Sub Zero got stabbed, he froze. And when when Scorpion, Scorpion got his skull cut off, it was no blood coming out because it was the skull. It was no brain in Whoa, that joint. Blood came out of his stomach. Remember, blood was coming it, out of his chest or stomach or whatever. Whatever the fuck that goo was, it was coming out of him. It was coming <laughs> out of him. And that, that and that was basically that was lava. That it was lava. It wasn't even blood. It was lava. It wasn't even blood. See, see, you 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 try to nitpick it there. You try to nitpick it. Try like, yeah, no, you, you know what? It, it wasn't, wasn't violent. violent. I'm like, Mortal Kombat was kind of. It had some scenes that was that was a little violent. You my know what I'm saying? You know, if I had if I had them. I mean, remember Sub Zero when 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 they first entered the uh, the castle thing? He fucking froze the dude, and the dude fell into pieces. He saw the guy's head right there, and a block yeah, of ice. Yeah, was there blood splatter? There was not. They were just frozen. Okay, so I'm nitpicky. Okay, got it. It got wasn't it. because got it. What, I'm nitpicky. I'm nitpicky. Okay. <laughs> what is the one thing that more <laughs> is known for? Now, say it with me. What is the one thing that stands out above anything else in Mortal Kombat? What makes Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat? Blood, guts, decapitations, hearts getting pulled out, all that shit. We did not get that in the 95 movie. The 95 movie is great, and I still watch it to this day. It still is one of my favorite video game movies. But I'm also looking at it with a fine tooth comb saying it did not give me the fatalities like the way I wanted it in 95. Now, had they put that, those type of fatalities in that movie and make it rated R, it will still be at the top of video game movies. Still. So the new but MK movie. If you so gave the new the MK MK movie is better. Come back and sprinkle it in the 95 movie, you got yourself a grade A movie right there. So the new MK movie is better than, than the 95 one? Is that what you're saying? Never said that. Never said that. No, I'm asking I'm you. I'm asking, is, is it better? I'm asking you. No. No, as far as I think it got to step up as far as like the action. And um, yeah, as far as the action, I think that's where the, the, the step up at as far as. And I'm giving 95 the nod mainly because of nostalgia effect. Because that no, it, it gives it gives a nostalgia nod. No, I don't believe you. You give it the nod, E, because it was the better movie. That's why you give it the nod. E, don't, e, don't, don't play. Don't play us, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to play you. I'm not trying to play you. Like, you know, okay. All right. Let, 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 let's nitpick. Let's nitpick 95 movie, right? Let's nitpick it. Let's nitpick it just a little bit. E, I know you better you know, than that. You, you had e, Jackson you there. Sonya. E. Sonya. You will you never. You you would never choose that new MK movie over 95. You, you I choose both. It. I like you, them both. You choose it over Annihilation. Okay, cool. E. That yeah, yeah I choose that shit over Annihilation. Okay. Annihilation hey, was god hey, awful. Hey, that's that's fine. But you would never choose it over that ninety five. Even without the blood and the guts, all that shit you like. E. You still would never choose that in, that new one over the ninety five one. And not because it was, you know, nostalgia. No, no. It's the better movie. It's the better story. It had better actors, like E all around. It is the better movie. That new MK movie, the way it sounds coming from you, it was the blood and guts, and that was it. That just that's how it seems to me, E. That's the only thing you liked was the blood and the guts. Everything else was trash. So right? let, me, let me put this, right? me put this out here. Because with '95, <laughs> you said well-known actors, right? We didn't know who those actors were. No, 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 no. Not well-known. No, no, not not well-known. Better actors. Better actors. Better actors. I mean, I mean, honestly, who can replace that Shang song in '95? There, who, who? He could have very well been the Shang song in a new Mortal Kombat movie, to be honest. But yeah. I understand what he was trying to do. He's older now. E. I don't think he could have. Yeah. Um, he's in the Mortal Kombat game. 
He's he's he has his face and his voice as Shang Tsung in the game. It can be done. He's yeah, done but, done it. But can he still fight and move like that? Like it's ninety five. I mean, he, that was years ago. That was yeah. Years ago. But we got but we got <laughs> Luke Skywalker in, in the Mandalorian. So yeah, it can be done. This, that was CGI. That was CGI. Exactly. That, exactly. Exactly. That's my point. That's my point. It's so full of shitty. <laughs> That's my point. Like, you can't use this, man. Like, okay, if you can use Luke Skywalker, damn it, you can use, like, uh, old man Shang, Shang Tsung. Like, he don't have to fight. But this is young Shang Tsung at this point. So you can't use him. But you can, damn sure can use the the older version once he's older. And have him there. I mean, that that's that's there. I mean, if I had to do anything to improve that new Mortal Kombat movie, I would take Cole out, or if Cole is in there, have him be a reincarnation of Scorpion, because that's what I thought they was gonna go with, but they didn't go with that. You know, they just say he was a descendant of the Shira Ryu, and you know, he was the baby that was being that was saved back back then. So that that part, you know, I didn't like, but. I didn't really have a huge, huge problem with Cole because I, my thought, my impression was to be him be the reincarnation of Scorpion. That was my first thought process was going to be. But um, with this, like I said, with this new movie, um, it has potential to be better. Like you have, it's, it has mixed reviews, honestly. You got some people that just absolutely hate it and you got some people that like it and you got some people that's kind of like in the middle. That kind of thing. So, I mean, same thing with Mario Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mar- the older Super Mario Brothers movie got a cult following. Not the youth following, but a cult following. You know, there's some people that got an issue with Chris Pratt playing uh, Super Mario. We talked about that yesterday, right? <sighs> and Todd Gunn said, I did like the Reptile in the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I did too. I feel like that Reptile was better than the Reptile in 95. I would disagree with you on that, but okay, okay. Reptile is actually a reptile in the video game. I mean, it's actually that, a reptile. That that reptile fight scene with Liu Kang in '95 was fantastic. I don't know. True. Hey, I mean, I get it. You and Top Gun, I hear you. But <laughs> he's actually is a lizard. So I mean, when you introduce him more to combat, the new one, I'm like, I dig it. You know, when he's got his heart pulled out by Kano. Oh yeah, that took me back to uh, to the '90s. Good stuff, right? I mean, I don't know what you guys expect, and you know, from the 95 one. I mean, it was it was 1995. What did you expect a reptile back then to do? You don't like, I don't, I mean, yeah, but look, look, I didn't say it sucked now. I didn't say that reptile sucked. No, B, I'm no, but BCs did, new... no, but BCs did. So, BCs, I don't know what I mean. What, what did you want, BCs? What did you want? <laughs> now, looking back, now looking back on the digitized reptile, it was like, mm, mm, damn, I really did like that back in 95. I mean, looking back on it, if you give it a second look, it's some shows, man, that didn't age well. <laughs> and Reptile didn't age well. Considering the way technology is this day. But I'm nitpicky. Okay. Okay, guys. I hear you. Yeah, he, he said the lizard form did, <laughs> but the human form was badass. <laughs> At that part, I agree. Because, like I said, he it was like when you when Lucan fought Reptile in 95, it was like a secret level because he found him. You know, that, that kind of thing. So it, it kind of felt like a video game at that point. But like I said, the reptile I see in the new Mortal Kombat it, it, to me is better because he was an actual lizard. And they, you know. E, they, all I'm saying is. And I he spit it acid. So that was e, cool. E, all I'm saying is I don't know if you like that new MK movie like like you say you do. I don't, I don't think you really do. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I think you, toler, you tolerate it because it's bloody and gory. 
You tolerate uh, if it. it. If it if it was PG thirteen, <laughs> I probably would have gave it a lower rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that you know, I would have I would have given it a lower rating if it was PG thirteen. Okay. All because right. I'm like, how could you do this to me again? I'm like, I I, I kind of understand why <laughs> you took that route, but now this is the 2000s. Give it rated R and may give me all the blood and guts. All I, that. I would still choose it over. I would still choose Annihilation over that. I Hell would, no! See, I would, that's that's where you I go right off the goddamn rails over the new MK movie. That's why you would. go off the rails right there. I you would. put Annihilation, that terrible ass hey, movie. Man. I like seeing Sector and Cyrax go at it with Jackson Sonya. I like that scene. I don't know about you guys. That, yeah. Just that scene alone. Well, that scene alone make it better than a new think, movie. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I did like seeing Raiden fight the uh, the, the ninjas in that cave or whatever. That was dope. Uh-huh. That was a dope uh-huh. scene. Uh, let me see. The new Raiden, by the way, not the newly casted Raiden, and the newly casted Sonya. No, no, no. The Raiden in Annihilation, like yeah, the yeah. Fight, the newly casted Raiden, yeah. The fight scenes in Annihilation is better than the fight scenes in this new MK movie. I think we all can agree on that. Annihilation? Yes. Shit, no. The no. fight scenes in Annihilation no. are better than the fight scenes in the, in the new. Hell movie. no, no, okay. no. Okay, okay, okay. E, look at look at the fight scenes in Annihilation and compare uh-huh. to the fight scenes in the new MK. And we will revisit this conversation. <laughs> I did look at it. That's the thing. <laughs> I did look at it. I compared the 95 and Annihilation, and 95 beat it hands down. Beat Annihilation no, hands just, down. Just, but just Annihilation was a little bit, just, a little bit slower pace. Just the fight scenes, Z. Look at the fight just scenes. The fight scenes. Just the fight scenes. Forget everything else. Compare the fight scenes and let me know how you how you feel. Okay. Now I got a mental picture about both of these movies, right? Because I remember them vividly. You sure? Uh, yeah, I do. Sure? I'm, 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 I'm thinking about it right now. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm thinking about sure? it right now. I, I'm positive. <laughs> I wish they had the Jeopardy music, you know, in my thought process. But I mean, the fight scene between Sonya and Melina was dope. Yeah, the mud fight. That was a dope yeah, fight scene when they fought in the mud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, hold on. Let me think real quick. Let me think. All right. Let's see here. Got Annihilation, those moves. You got a new Mortal Kombat movie, Kung Lao. Yeah, the Mortal, new Mortal Kombat movie fight scenes was better than Annihilation movie. Yeah. You're, so full, you're so full of shitty, but okay. It was. I mean, I, again, that's middle picture, man. Like, okay, okay. You know what happened? Again, yeah, I don't believe you. No he, I, blood I splatter. How did Kung Lao finish Natara? Is it Natara? Was it Natara that he finished off? E, I don't believe you. You're my brother and I love you, but e, I don't believe you. I don't. You got to, man. I, I don't see. I don't believe you. Because you you, you know, you, you remember. I don't believe you, E. Look, Mio's 38, no. like in the live chat, say you you are tripping now when you talk about annihilation. You you are tripping now. See, you you had an argument with the 95 movie, but you jumped in that terrible ass annihilation movie with them animalities and that bullshit. <laughs> you talk about that movie was better than MK than the new MK movie. Come I just, on, I just said, look at the Come fight on, scenes. Man. I just said, look at the fight scenes. You, you view it as more of a bloody, gory standpoint. Which, okay, I get it, but just look at the fight scene. Who, who had the best fight scenes? I, I am looking at these fight scenes, man. Like, okay, for instance, he said, "What about Shao Kahn versus Liu Kang and that terrible CGI?" Which, and the, not, annihilation. You mean? <sighs> yeah, yeah, you thought about that, didn't you? Yeah, that that multi-headed dragon shit, man. I mean, 
Was it was it worse than Cole fighting Goro? Yes, it was because yeah. that was an actual yeah. fight. Okay, Cole right. Goro was an actual fight. Okay, okay, that was you can't even compare that. That is no comparison. That is no comparison. I you mean, might hate that movie, I, I, I but mean, I guarantee you, Cole Goro was you, better than Shao Kahn and Liu Kang. I mean. In, in, in if, you look, <laughs> if you look at the Liu Kang and Shao Kahn fight before they turned in, into the you know the the, the animals or whatever, I, I mean, did. That, that was a dope I, fight scene. That was a dope fight scene. No CGI, no I, whatever the fuck Cole had, whatever kind of power. It was strictly fighting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, That's what I'm talking about. Yes, Again, that fight was still better. Cole and Goro okay. was still better. You got okay. people in the chat saying it. Okay. And it was with you in 95. They was with you with the first movie. They with you. Not saying that you what you think is wrong. I'm just saying, like, Annihilation was a terrible last movie, man. It just was. Like, you killed Johnny Cage five minutes into the movie. You recasted Sonya. You recasted Raiden. What the fuck? Who are they? They don't have the same martial arts skills like, like Robin Show from Liu Kang. You know what I'm saying? Then you introduce Nightwolf. Nightwolf. Then you want to drop in animalities with that terrible CGI. With the Sonya Melina fight was tight. You know, when she kind of like kicked it in the face, I, and I'm guessing she broke her neck. They didn't really show that. Yeah, she but, killed her. She killed her. Because like, after she killed her, the, the dragon flew off her, uh, her back, which lets yeah. me know that, that she died. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the other thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, the dragon's flying out of the bodies, you know, and then whoop, whoop, and disappearing. And I'm like, hmm. You know what? Hold on. Dragons was inside was was a tattoo on these Mortal Kombat fighters. I just I just thought about this, right? On the new one, right? On the new one, well, on the new one, right? No one too, I think. Yeah. Now, now in this new movie, don't they have dragon tattoos still? Yeah, but I think those were the way they did it. Everyone was born with that dragon tattoo. Like I guess they killed that person. I guess those who were destined to fight in the tournament, they were born with the tattoo. Sonya wasn't born with that tattoo. She had to get it after, I, I forgot who, I think somebody died. Was it Kano? No, she killed Kano or something like that. When Kano died, that's when she got that tattoo. Yeah, she killed Kano in, in, in her trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she broke his shit. Right. But that, like, that fight alone, that Kano Sonya fight with me was better than that Shao Kahn Luke Han fight. Because Kano don't really have a, have a, uh, a style. Or fighting, he just he just a brawler basically, and that, I think they depicted him pretty further. I, I mean, mean, Kano, I mean, Kano alone, man. I mean, I think you're, Kano alone. You're you're nitpicking one fight out of Annihilation. Give me another bad fight in Annihilation. Uh, Shao Kahn and, and Johnny Cage. That wasn't even a fight. They, they didn't fight. Yeah, that was that, that was short. Um, Scorpion and Sub Zero. I forgot about Sub Zero. I forgot about uh -huh. that. Hell, yeah. Luke Hang and Smoke, that was a good fight. Luke Hang and Smoke like, was actually probably the best fight in that movie. I actually like that Sub-Zero Scorpion. Like, I don't... I, I mean, look, hey, you, you have your opinion, I got mine. If you hate Annihilation, cool. I just think Annihilation had better fight scenes. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Now, I, I, now I will say... Hold on. I can't say Scorpion and Sub-Zero was terrible. <laughs> but I will say the best fights in that movie was Smoke and Luke Kang and Scorpion and... And uh, Sub Zero. I think I the say only, those two fights were the best ones. Everything the, else, the was only, secondary. The only fight you didn't like in Annihilation was the Shell Khan and Liu Kang. I think well, you Shell Khan, Liu Kang. I didn't like the Jackson Mataro. Um, Sonya just got leftovers. She fought. I think it was Ermac. 
I mean, yeah, I think it was Ermac that she was fighting. Yeah, it was it was all right, you know, for what it was. But uh, you know, I think that the smoke, I'm sorry, the smoke Luke Kang, Scorpion and Sub Zero was the was the best fight in the whole movie. All in right. the whole movie. All right. You know, but yeah, you know, it's whatever. But hey man, listen, we got some uh news for you guys today. We all right. So now we talked about Stranger Things yesterday, right? Thanos Rick. Yes, we did, sir. Yeah, we talked about some good old Stranger Things. And uh according to this co-CEO Tessa Rondos, that thanks for the strong performance of Stranger Things season three in 2019. Netflix co-CEO Tessa Rondos has teased spin-offs to come. Now, Netflix finally revealed some of its performance numbers and incredibly rare move from the streamer. Now, while the company has uh, previously revealed the certain numbers they tend to press which shows perform well but the new data shows that just how strong certain films and tv series have been for the service and thanks to the viewership that the third season of stranger things received the franchise may finally be about to expand now franchises are good but what you want are hits Sorondo said at cold conference today. Now, Stranger Things is a franchise being born, according to Sorondo's, who then teased that spinoffs may be in the works, according to Deadline. One includes a project led by Eleven actor Millie Bobby Brown under her own deal with the streamer. Now, thanks to new numbers, we now know that season three of Stranger Things was tied for the fourth best performance show for Netflix with season one of Sex Life with 67 million accounts watching at least two minutes within the first 28 days of the release. Now, this is the metric Netflix uses for measure of viewership. Now, what you think about those spinoffs for Stranger Things? Potential spinoffs. I mean, so they they just mentioned one of them with 11 and not the other one? Well, let's see. For The one that stand out was the one with that Millie Bobby Brown. And I haven't heard of anything else Okay. That's going to be a spinoff to it. I mean, have you heard anything different? There's a second spinoff. No, I mean it. W- it would make sense for Eleven to. I mean, Eleven. She is the the star. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's obvious. All the characters are lovable. We all love. I mean, we all love all the characters. But Eleven is. She is the focal point. She is the star. So it's not surprising that they're going to give her her own, her own show. All I ask is if you know, make it make sense. You know, because after. You're done telling this story. I mean, I mean, with with that said, it kind of sounds like the ending of Stranger Things as we know it, whenever they're done with it completely, that big bad that we see sometimes in Stranger Things, that he still might be a factor or there's something else that's going to happen. Obviously, the upside down, those monsters, it's not going to come to an end like I assumed it would. If they're doing these spinoffs with Eleven and whoever else, because what other story? How what stories is left to tell? Um, I mean, honestly, in the lore of Stranger Things, you can go with the other kids that were in the lab too, because it's not just Eleven that was there. There was other kids that was there in that lab, and it, you know, just like we were saying yesterday with uh, Stranger Things, is they they got this haunted house deal, like you were saying yesterday. Um, like set back in like the 50s or something like that so they can go back in time or then go further into the future or you know whatever the case may be it, it's a little more close-ended 
you know, for us, it's not as open as like a Harry Potter or a Lord of the Rings or a Star Wars. It's not as open. However, with the new season dropping, it may open up like a totally different world, you know, or an expanding on that universe of Stranger Things. Like we just, you know, never know. I mean, yeah, you, you could bring in the other kids and you could, I guess, introduce new monsters from the upside down because yes. they're, they're not going to get rid of the upside down. It's always going to be there. You can't just get rid of it. So you can tell another story from that. I mean, I mean, you can. This, this, I mean, this, who says you can't destroy the upside down? Well, how would you? You know, maybe 11 is the key to destroying the upside down. But how? But but how? How would you do? Like, because I'm, I'm assuming that's a whole nother world parallel to the world that we're in that we know today. Right. I mean, as far as we can see, Eleven, she's able to close the doorways, but to destroy that whole thing, I, I, you would have to convince me of that. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Again, you can tell new stories with new monsters, and the other kids with the powers. Sure, you can. You can do all of that. As long, just make it make sense. Just just don't give us crap and expect us to just, you know, follow behind it because it's like, don't don't do that, because that's what franchises tend to do. They tend to, you know, because of the big name, because of the, the marquee actor, actress involved in it. They you know, some people may feel, well, hey, let's just throw this at them and then they'll just buy it. No, no, right. no, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Make it make sense. Just don't make whatever and then give it to us. Like, no, no. I mean, they they all make sense, man. You know, what's going on, Chris Morphy 8? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, the Varma 123. Uh, <clears throat> happy to have you guys. Happy to have new listeners. But yeah, it's, um, I, they, they haven't like messed up like Stranger Things. Like, we, you know, Stranger Things is not pulling from anywhere else. You know, it's a, like an original story. So, I mean, it's very difficult to mess that up. I don't think they ever will mess that up because you got a, a strong fan base now in Stranger Things that is damn near impossible. I mean, you, you know, you have loyalists, you got loyal fan bases. Just like I was mentioning earlier, you got Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Harry Potter, and, you know, all these major things. And Marvel and DC, Stranger Things has its own fan base. So yeah. it's kind of it's kind of impossible to. Yeah, but, yeah, but even with build. those fans. Even with those fan bases, it's still divided. Star Wars fans, DC, Marvel, it's still divided. Fans cannot agree on it. They can't. Even with Harry Potter, I don't think a lot of fans are really into Fantastic Beasts and all that like they were with the Harry Potter movies. That's just how it looks to me from the outside. No one's really talking about it. No one's really raving about it. So, you know, the same thing can happen with Stranger Things. You can divide the fan base if you do it wrong. Or if you do it a certain way, I'll say that. I, I'll say that. So just, you know, again, make it make sense. I know you, know you can't please everybody. I get it. I get that. You can't please everyone. But for me, just make the story make sense. You know, however they decide to end Stranger Things before they enter the spinoff, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. give Stranger Things its proper ending. If you do the spinoffs... Right then, you know, leave, leave a little bit out there so that the spinoffs can feed off of that. You know what I'm saying? Just don't close off Stranger Things and then, you know, we think everything's good and dandy and then here we go with this shit. Now it's like, well, what the fuck? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know, I suggest, look, Stranger Things, when you end it, 
don't completely end off certain parts of the story, whether it be the upside down, the other kids, whatever the case may be, don't do it. Still give us something. That way the, the spinoffs can feed off of, you know, Stranger Things after they close down, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Sense. So that's that's all I ask. That that makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it is what it is, man. It, it's <clears throat> I, like I said, I doubt it's going to like suck. <laughs> like I said, it, it's impossible, man. The the it the way of the level of success that these shows have, you got to like strategically fuck this up. <laughs> like you, you have you got to have ill intentions to mess this up. You know, you got a storyline, just let it go naturally. You know what I'm saying? And it's a steady, steady progression. But I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, the Stranger Things spinoffs. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't want to pull too much. Like, don't hang on that success too much to the point that people don't like it. So, I mean, people. There are series and shows that have been guilty of doing that. It's like, oh, it's so successful. We're going to do spinoffs, 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 spinoffs. And it, it's not as successful as the original. And, I mean, and I, and I, and I, get I mean, I mean, look up. Well, no, that might be a bad example. Um, I don't know if you or any of the listeners watch Big Bang Theory, but has anybody been watching Young Sheldon? Uh, Let's see. My, you know, uh, Queen does. Uh, I think Detroit Blue watches Young Young Sheldon. Um, is it? But I it, haven't heard anything bad about it though. Well, I haven't heard much. I haven't heard much good on it either. Like I, I haven't. I haven't really heard much of anything on Young Sheldon. Put like I that. haven't. So I have to ask you guys. You know, is it is it a proper spinoff? Is it is it is it worth watching? Like I don't because Big Bang Theory. That's a very very popular show. Very popular show. It's it's fucking hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But Young Sheldon, I was kind of iffy. I'm like, well, do I really care about this? I mean, he's a kid. I, his family, his, I get it, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, it, it's a spinoff, but I, I, it's, it's things like that I just don't really understand. I don't get it. But yeah, yeah. It, it seems like with, with Young Sheldon, they're capitalizing off of Sheldon because, of course, Sheldon was the star of Big Bang Theory. We all know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So of course they want to capitalize off of that, and then they want to do Young Sheldon, and but it's I don't know it that that that's tricky. It's it's real tricky. Oh, now again, we, like you, I haven't heard nothing bad about it, but I haven't heard much good either. So okay, so uh, Big Band Theory is its own cult following, right? right? But one thing I will say though, I haven't heard anything negative okay. about Young Sheldon. Okay, you know the people I have seen. No one said anything negative about the show. It's either I haven't seen it yet, or it's really, or it's pretty funny. Like what Rachel just said, she said it's okay, it's cute because it's Sheldon, but it is not addictive like BBT. Now, um, if mm. you miss it, you miss it. Mm. Mm. Interesting. That's interesting. I think that's like the perfect description. That's interesting. That's you know what I mean? That's that's perfect description. Well, I mean, I mean uh, well, well, Rachel, is it is it worth me and Erskine watching this show? Or can we just stick with Big Bang Theory? European Rachel. Yeah, we're going wait for Rachel. Actually, you know, is it, Rachel. Is it worth it? That's my question. I think it is. I can, I still got to finish Big Bang Theory, man. I'm still on the first season, believe it or not. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. She's. I'm a little critical. I'm a little. I'm a little critical of. Of, of CBS shows, right? Or somewhat. 
because it kind of had that same premise. But Big Bang Theory is probably like in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Um, I really like How I Met Your Mother. Like I was binge watching it for for a minute. I haven't finished it, but I kind of know what happens at the end. But I was always suggested Big Bang Theory because it kind of is in in our wheelhouse. And, you know, a lot of geekdom references along with the show itself. It's like a perfect blend. So it's really, really, really good. Right. So, right. Um, so, yeah, so I, I do find myself like watching it, you know, here and there. And I'm very, very entertained. Like it, it can definitely be addictive. So I, I really do like the references and so on and so forth. But, yeah, um, once I finish Big Bang Theory, I will jump on Young Sheldon. And I know I, I'm going to like it. I know I'm gonna like it. Well, hopefully, Stranger Things. Whenever they do the spinoff, I mean, hell, probably won't get it until 2026, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, it's just get the story right. I'm sure you know it'll be good. Hopefully, they bring back the all the writers, all the directors, because you know that's the other thing. If you're gonna do this, keep all the same people in that writing room, in that creative right. room. Don't don't get new writers. Don't get new no. Keep the same people, <laughs> you know. So, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. I'm, I'm with you. We'll I'm see. With you. And uh, also, little bit of news here as well. Uh, EA has finally revealed the dates for its upcoming Battlefield 2042 open beta. Now it starts real soon. Early access will be starting on October the sixth, and with only those who have pre-ordered see at Amazon alongside EA Play members playing the beta until October 7th. Now from October 8th and 9th, the beta will open up to everyone with downloads freely available. Now if you want to jump into the Battlefield 2042 open beta from October 6th, here's how you can get the early access. So Battlefield 2042's open beta will commence in two stages in the coming week. Starting from October 6th at midnight Pacific time, um, those who have pre-ordered the game or are a member of EA Play will be able to get early access to the open beta. Now this also means that any Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members will be able to jump in. And the service includes EA Play within the subscription. If you haven't gotten the access to EA Play or Game Pass Ultimate, then your best bet is pre-ordering the game. Now once you pre-order the game, you receive a unique code to, to download the game um, with. Now uh, thankfully pre-ordering won't cost you a penny. And you can even cancel the pre-order after the beta has been finalized. Oh, I didn't know that. This is because retailers like Amazon won't charge you anything until the game has been dispatched closer to the launch day of November 19th. For um, more information, Battlefield 2042 pre-order options, check out the pre-order guide. So it's on PS5. Um, it's also on uh, Xbox as well. So I think it's just for PS5 and Xbox. I thought this was on PlayStation 4 as well, if I ain't mistaken. But either way, you got an open beta coming for the PlayStation 5 people. Now, I don't have a PlayStation 5. You know, I always say I need a game that says, hey, I need to get a PS5. And I said, you know, over the past couple months, like, this might be the game for me to get a PS5. This might be it. What do you think, Thanos? I mean, are, are there any in stock? Uh, I think you can like do. <laughs> now, I had a friend that did, <laughs> did like payments. Like he just like made payments on the PS5, and then he finally got it in the mail. Like once he finished the payments, it was it was a wrap. Okay. At that. Okay. Um, I, I think they're I think they're in stock. I'm not sure, man. All right. Well, 
right. It's- <laughs> so, I, who knows, man? Who knows? I mean, last time I checked, I mean, the PS5 and the Xbox, that there is still shortages. You know, I mean, last time I checked, I don't know. Man, I'm better off just go ahead and get in the, um, you know, get a Nintendo Switch, man. Get a Switch Lite and play me some Zelda. Now, I'm Skyward Sword, you know, I, I'll be cool with that. I'll I be cool with that, man. I mean, but I love Battlefield, man. I, and this might be the one that, that puts Battlefield on the map. So I'm going I'm to do some looking. I'm going I'm to look around and see if there's any available uh, PlayStation 5 stuff. Like if, if if it's like I can pay for it outright because I'm still debating whether I want the digital or the physical one. But I know you can transfer your tra- your PlayStation 4 stuff over to the PS5 in, in that aspect. So I know it's going to take a little minute. For it to actually go down, but hey, we'll see, man. Only only time will tell. Only time will tell. And uh, other bit of news here, and this is about AMC. Now, AMC is planning to screen surprise horror movies in theaters this October. With Halloween just around the corner, horror hounds will be gearing up for screenings of their favorite scary movies. Twenty twenty one has been a good year for the genre, with critical darlings like Malignant and Fear Street attracting rave reviews and Juggernaut. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, take on the box office. Um, October will also see the release of sequels Halloween Kills and a decidedly more family-friendly The Addams Family 2. Now, according to comic book, AMC will be hosting a surprise horror movie screens throughout the October. The Thrills and Chills campaign gives fans the chance to see classic horror movies for just five bucks. Now, with the catch being that the movie is a total surprise, according to an AMC statement, the films will come from a variety of styles, budgets, and genres and corners of the globe. AMC's schedule does allow some room for sleuthing. The run times for each film has been released from this. Comic book is pretty confident It Chapter 2 and Halloween Kills are on the lineup. Now, now this movie by, I'm sorry, this move by AMC is sure to delight horror aficionados. Now, as fans of the genre will say, the element of the unknown is one of the most exciting parts of horror. AMC will be hoping to tempt audiences back into cinemas with the offer of cheap tickets. The COVID-19 pandemic has been a disaster for the film industry, although releases like Shang-Chi point to an uptick in box office receipts that has many studios confident going into the fall movie season. What you think, Thanos, Rick? It's spooky time. Man, watch them play Gremlins or some shit. (laughs) He's not going to play no damn Gremlins, man. And by the way, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Mm <laughs> Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. They're not going to put out Gremlins. They're definitely going to give you Halloween kills, though, which is going to be on Paramount Plus, actually, too. You know, I don't know how I feel about that Halloween franchise. Uh, I've, I've, always, I, I've always been confused by the idea of Michael Myers, the whole concept. I, I never really understood the movie. I mean, they're. I guess they're entertaining, sure, you know, but right. I just, I mean, he got blown up one movie. I think he, he got his head chopped off and up, and he keeps coming back. I'm like, what is he? Is he a zombie? I mean, what what, what is he? You know, like. What, so, okay. What? So I got, I got this explanation of all this. So the first movie that came out, I think 78, if I'm not mistaken, um, the newer movies with Jamie Lee Curtis, that is a direct sequel to the first movie that was in the 70s. 
all the other sequels that you have seen don't even matter. It's no longer canon. Really? So you can forget those. Because huh. it has Jamie Lee Curtis. So basically, um, Mike been in this, the asylum for years and he just got out and he going after his sister. And now with the, the one, the most recent one that came out, you know, he got shot in the face, but not in the head. He got shot like in the <laughs> he got shot in the cheek, basically. That's basically what happened. If they they'd be real strategic how they how they kill him off. Now that head chopping, the beheading that you saw. That wasn't the real Michael. It was someone dressed as him for Halloween, and Jamie Lee Curtis's character actually killed the wrong person. She killed an innocent guy. Okay. That's why she was in the insane asylum. She didn't really behead Michael. Michael never was beheaded in any of his movies. So there's that. Okay. So right. um, with this new movie, Halloween Kills, obviously Mike survives that fire because, I mean, if you really look at the end of that movie, you know he was going to survive just by the manner that it went down. So his character is more human than any other horror type character. Um, that that's basically what it boils down to. So, um, what Jamie Lee Curtis's character Laurie Strode was saying, like the more he does it, it's like the stronger he becomes. Like you got to do more to take this man out. So he's not Jason or any or Freddy Krueger. He's not supernatural anyway. He just is a killer, basically. That's basically who he is. But and when he's just uh, he's just a but, human killer. But when you say things like, you know, the more you do it, the stronger he becomes, it seems like he's not human. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that, I think that, that's just something that's that, that she has. I think, I think it's the lower of him because he's like this, he's like this towering seven foot or like six, six, eleven or seven foot type character that is strong. And, you know, usually with characters like that, it appears to be superhuman, but it's really not. You know, they can take a bullet. You know what I'm saying? It might take more shots to take this person out, and you might need to <laughs> cut this joker head off to make the, for insurance. You double tap, if you will, or you know, some good old butt shot point blank to the face. But but with these movies, especially with the one in the 70s and this new one, this most recent one that came out, they was very strategic on how they defeat him. You know, they didn't, you know, they might hit him in the they might stab him in the like ribs or something like that. Or hit him in like a strong part of his body, like a muscle, you know, shoot him in the cheek, because you know that don't take you out. That don't really take that don't really kill. That just jacks your cheek up. You know, not a, a straight up forehead shot. Not a brain shot. They never got a they never got off a brain shot. What's Which, honestly, it's gonna be three movies. It's gonna be the the well, four technically. The one in the seventies that you saw, the the wreck sequel that came out like last year or two years ago, um, Halloween Kills. And then there's there's one more, and that's the conclusion. Well, what's this thing Mills is talking about? A cult of, of a curse, put a curse on Michael that makes him immortal. The curse only breaks if he kills his entire family. So, I've I've never heard of that, Mills. I've never. No, that, that probably like the curse of uh, Michael Myers. But again, like I said, like with like season of the witch, uh, the curse of Michael Myers, H2O resurrection, all those movies don't even matter anymore. Like they, they just kind of like, what ifs? they, they, you know what? They like the Marvel. What ifs? that they, that what they are. So you can forget all those movies, except for the first one that came out in the seventies and the one that came out two years ago. And the one that comes out next month, those are the Canon ones. Well, that's a good those way. Those are to... the canon. Those are the canon ones. Now, you know, Z Rob Zombie did his own version of it, yeah, I saw and that. it was it, it was 
it was decent for what it was, honestly, because you know Rob Zombie's kind of twisted in the head. So when it comes to movies, that's what I mean. You know, he's in real life, he's like an environmentalist type person. You know, donated various charities and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that that that's what that is to give a better understanding on who he is. He's more human than Chucky, Freddy, Jason. Well, that's all the other characters. He's way more human than than all those others. That's a good way of saying, hey. We fucked up this franchise with all this bullshit. So let's just say, hey, these are non-canon, but this one is. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is non-canon, honestly. I mean, you know, I think it was uh, John Carpenter, and um, it, this is what it should be. Like, you should have Jamie Lee Curtis's character in this movie, and she should end it. You know, this, and honestly, this I, I feel like, and Mill's right, basically, because the whole premise of the movie is between Laurie Strode and her brother. The, the dynamic between those two and you know they got to be a showdown one-on-one they got to be a final battle and that ends it and to sh- and to show laurie strode's character older with guns all over the house because she's know he's coming i'm waiting on his ass because i'm gonna blow his ass up that's what i got for him i got traps i got all this shit ready for his ass bullets waiting for him she's waiting on him that's why she stayed in that house the way she did like now nah, you know i have a daughter and all that divorce and all that but you know you know, just know he's coming, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna whoop his ass. That that's basically what she's saying. And I like this character. It's like she's seasoned, because in the in the seventies she was just a scared girl. She was just a scared little girl. She was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? But now she done grew up. She done she done she's ready for war. It's like she has no fear in her heart whatsoever when it comes to this man. That's what I like. That, that's what I like. And uh, now. For the last bit of news here, we got some Overwatch news for you guys. Now, um, after being delayed for several weeks, Overwatch finally releases the new Malavento Deathmatch map set in the beautiful Italian countryside. Now, Overwatch features uh, many different modes. Now, while many people might associate the game with competitive 6v6 matches, the game has much more to offer. From the arcade to the many interesting and sometimes unusual Overwatch custom games, there's no shortage of modes to check out. One of those modes that provides a more soloist experience is Deathmatch. Deathmatch is a mode found in Overwatch Arcade, available in free-for-all and team format. Deathmatch gives players a game type where the player slash team with the most eliminations in the win- is the winner. Now, in addition, the developers even designed custom maps for the modes such as uh, Chateau, Gilliard, the Petra, and while many fans might have thought that the developers of Overwatch have shifted focus to continue work on Overwatch 2, a new deathmatch map was recently released. Now, in a tweet from the official Overwatch Twitter account, the developer announced that the map uh, Malvento is available now in the game and set in the Italian countryside. Now, this new map looks to give players a scenic lo- new location for deathmatch mode. In addition to announcement, a trailer revealing the various features to the map was shown. Now, um, I did finally, I finally started playing Overwatch like a couple months back, and I actually thoroughly enjoy it. Overwatch is really, really addictive. Have you ever played Overwatch? I've never played it. It's pretty uh-huh. addictive. I mean, it's a diff- definitely a different spin on first-person shooters. I definitely say that. Okay. Millions okay. of followers. I mean, millions of players out there like playing the game still to this day. Like updates, maps, and all that, and it's smooth. I think because of the animation style of the game, it makes it smooth. And you got people cosplaying these characters. Like it's it's really, really, really dope. It's a really dope game. So it's not the typical first-person shooter. It's nah. It's like a 
It's like a like a fallout. Uh, nah, I, I can't say it's like Fallout, but it's it's an arena style type vibe. Um, each character got their own specials, um, specialties and whatever. So whatever your playstyle is, um, you choose that character, and that's gonna be your playstyle or whatever the case may be. So that that that's how Overwatch is. Okay, and it can really grab your attention. It can really it can really get you. And the different multiplayer modes that Overwatch has, and it has a story too. So that makes it even more unique. And from there, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, Mio 38 says, Overwatch has been sitting in my shopping cart for about a year. <laughs> wow. And you know what's so funny about that, Mio's? <laughs> it's still not too late. There's still thousands and thousands of people still playing Overwatch to this day, man. It, Blizzard did it. I mean, Blizzard did it. I, I, I got no qualms about that. Now, I did, I was able Thanos rate to find a gem yesterday for PC. It was a free download. Now, I'm going to give you guys a tip on how to do this. Alright? So, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> why are you laughing? Why, why are you laughing? Nothing. Why are you laughing? Nothing. So, the game I found was Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. The first one. Okay. You remember that game, Thanos, right? I haven't played that in a long time, but yeah, I remember. Very long time. That was like original Xbox, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was on Steam, but due to licensing issues, uh, they, they took it off. But if you didn't get it at that point in time, you was ass out. So I got a little curious. I dived in the rabbit hole. So I start Googling and see, you know, uh, download Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So, and I went on YouTube. And if you go to oceanofgames.com and you type in Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, you can find it. You can click on it and you can download it. It will give you a zip file. It's like maybe 4.4 gigs zip file. And once you unzip it, you got yourself the game, Ultimate Alliance. And you can fix, and it's the PC version, and you can fix it to it can work to your controller. And the, the codes work too. To unlock all the characters, yeah, the codes work. Now, if you want to take it a step further, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 is also in OceansOfGames.com. So that's a tip for you guys. If you want to play a Marvel's Ultimate Alliance and you caught that itch, and you really want to play something that's really good, not Marvel's The Avengers. That was uh, just a uh, square in its butt. That was up. But yeah, anyway, Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, you can get it on your PC. Right? God dang now. That's what you can do. And Ultimate Alliance, too. You can't beat that. Can't beat that. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing that today. I had, I had to give it to the listeners, man. I had to give it to them. I had to give it to him, Thanos, Rick. No, I get it. I mean, I haven't. Man, it's been a long time since I, play, I played that one. Jeez. And guess what? You can play it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But it's low, low price of free 99 All right. All yeah, right. that's hey man. Go ahead and get Go ahead and get your, get your rocks, man. Go ahead and get your rocks. Go ahead and get your Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Man, you know. 
the Fantastic Four up in that joint. You got Black Panthers up in there. You got Blade in there. Yeah. Deadpool, Elektra, Miss Marvel, Spider Woman. Good stuff. Good stuff. Luke Cage. One of the twins game will cost more than that. See there? See? Hey, because it's justified in costing a lot because it's incredible. Uh, so, oh one of the twins needs to be like $100. Uh, well, yeah. that game will stay on the shelf and collect dust. I know that. Okay. All right. It will, it will collect dust for me. All it right. will definitely collect dust. And I'll be back with some more gems, though. I'll be back. I'll, you know, I'm going to go back in the rabbit hole today and I'm going to come back with my notes, <laughs> some stuff that you can find, some hidden gems. You can you you can go look for and find whether it's on YouTube or if you want to download it on PC or whatever. But Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you can get if you go to oceansofgames.com. You can definitely do that. Ooh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hmm, I might get Duke Nukem too. I don't know. I don't know. Duke Nukem. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I like killing pig cops and going to the strip club, you know. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Okay. All right. All right. All little Doom. Right. Little Doom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's some other Xbox games that's out there that's, you, know, you kind of like, dang, man, I wish I played that back in the day. But, you know, like Burnout and, you know, Mech Warrior, Mech Assault. You know, you can go out there and get them. You can go out there and get them, man. But Thanos Rick, man, ladies and gentlemen, this is our show for today. Man, I hope you had an awesome time with us today. Now, uh, again, movie night is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the Future Part 3. And after that, we're definitely going to be spinning the wheel to uh, select the next two movies for the month of October. All right. Be on the lookout for uh, the new edition of October uh, Orange Phoenix magazine. Now, if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com, you can get the single issues starting from the most recent issue all the way back to the beginning, baby. So if you want the single issues, you can go ahead and buy those digital copies, $7.99, orangephoenixmedia.com. You can also click on our apparel page from that website, too. Now, if you don't want to do that, you can go to Orange Phoenix Media, follow us on Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram, and Orange Phoenix Tees, where you can actually go check out some apparel that we have. Now, you're saying, what about movie night? Movie night is on Facebook. So if you type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, ask to join the group, there's a link to the movie night. Man, I'm telling you, we do have a good time. We do uh, chat it up while we watch the movie, just critique it a little bit, or whatever the case may be. Now, also, if you want to subscribe to the magazine um, for the low, low price of $5 a month, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. And like I was saying yesterday, we will be adding more specials in the $5 a month column other than just the magazine. So you will definitely be getting uh, more exclusive shows um, between myself and Thanos Rick called Comics declassified um, when we talk about different comic book characters that it's not really on the mainstream but we're definitely going to give you some insight on these characters so we're definitely going to um, do that really 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 soon so that's another project that we are working on Thanos Rick you got anything else for the listeners out there well uh, to Top Gun yes Cowboys for the win for the Super Bowl for all the marbles De- it's 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 definitely Cowboy Nation. Uh, Jerry Jones. Speak for yourself. Jerry Orange Jones that. is not Cowboy Nation. You understand? It's not at all. At all. All right. Sure. Sure or not. But yeah, uh, how about them Cowboys, you know, for the win? And and to all the listeners. They're shit. To all the They're listeners. Shit. 
to all the listeners and you too, Earthsmack, the math scientist, please, 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 please check out Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes! I ain't watching that bullshit. (laughs) Well, I have watched it. I, I, I can't. I have watched it. Please check out that movie whenever you get a chance. I think it's available for free or for rent or for purchase. I don't know. Just check it out. Just check it how out. About, how about you go to your local trash bin and uh, see that Mortal Kombat Annihilation is actually in there. You know those like 50 cent DVD bins that would be at Walmart? I guarantee you that shit is in there. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And for the record, yes, there is some Wonder Twins merch in the T-Public, in our T-Public apparel site. Okay? So go get your t- go get your one of the twins merch today. Jesus. Yeah, go get it and thank me later. You know what I'm saying? Thank me later. Yeah. You know. So just yeah. hey, Thanos Rick sent you. You know what I'm saying? They know me. They know me. So you are good to go. You are Whichever, man. But yeah, see you guys tonight for moving out at 8 p.m. and tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time for a new edition of the Orange Fans Morning Show. See you guys tonight and be going back to the future. Till next time. Peace. Cowboys. Fuck them. <laughs>